Oh, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. As usual or per usual, um, welcome to another episode of Ignoramus with Go Joy. I'm your host, Joy Iman, and I greatly appreciate you today for joining me for discussion and collaboration. Today's title is I'm not sure. Uh, and that's genuinely just where I'm at right now is I am not sure about I don't even know what I'm not sure about. Um I have been excuse me, having a interesting couple of days. This week has been transforming and also tiresome. This week, I, you know, listened to my audiobook of The Art of Letting Go, or The Universe Always Has a Plan, um, by Matt Kahn. And, you know, I listened to the audiobook already, but I decided to listen to it again. And... It was all, there was a chapter, I believe, about forgiveness and how the art of forgiveness allows you to release yourself from the things that you are tied to. And I always talk about how I struggle with my anger and expressing my anger in a healthy way. Um, And for me, forgiveness meant releasing myself from sitting in anger. And not that it is wrong to sit in your anger or address it or anything of that nature, like I said. But for me personally, I don't know of a time where I've ever been angry and it, quote unquote, went well for me. So anger has always been an emotion that I shy away from relatively often. So I found myself in this place where I had a revelation moment and I felt so good and released about what he was saying about forgiving and extending forgiveness that I was ready and willing to uh, grant that to people of mine who had hurt me recently. And I had set up, you know, a time to talk to all of them and all individually and yada, yada, yada. And I talked to my sister about it. And of course, you know, she didn't really say much because she's more of a grudge holder than I am. And when she's done, she's done. Um, And as am I, however, with people I love or feel really connected to still, it's a little different, but it is what it is. Um, And so she didn't really have much to say about it because she was like, yeah, I know you. I know this is going to happen. Like it is is what it is. Like it's your thing. You got to do whatever you got to do. And so that kind of put like a feeling of doubt in my mind and like I was like oh okay and I like always find myself sometimes explaining myself to her because well one she's my sister like obviously I want her to understand me and two I uh I didn't want to feel judged by my sister and not necessarily in that moment then I said feel judged but I did feel like she had her own views and opinions about what was happening and that's totally fine because she's her own human and she's allowed to have an opinion she didn't share it with me um which is you know respectful and I appreciate it um but you know she you know I and I'm an impact so I know I know how she feels um but anywho um so then I also talked to my mom and that kind of also my mom wasn't like discouraging or anything in that nature but I also just felt like you know what do I do like I'm starting to feel anxiety about this. Like, did I not do the right thing? And the whole thing too is just because in the moment I was ready, in the moment I got the revelation and I was like, okay, I have the revelation. Let's, you know, let's do what do we need to do with this revelation? And again, I don't think what I did was wrong. And my mom also encouraged me to realize and know that you didn't do anything wrong. You made a decision. And after some time, you decided that maybe that's not the decision you wanted to make. And you're allowed to change your mind. And the changing of the mind part is so freaking hard. Especially when it comes to things that have either hurt you or may affect you in a different way or yada, yada, yada. It is so 
difficult to continue forward sometimes with a decision when you are either unsure, scared, uh, worrisome. And all of those things were happening for me. I was scared that it would translate as, you know, everything's fine. I was worried that I was going to revert into old patterns. But also at the same time, I had this feeling of just, you know what you're doing. Even when you don't know, you know what you're doing. And so I did go ahead and recant. I contacted all of them again. And I, I genuinely said, you know, I was ill prepared to give you something that was intentionally for me. And excuse me for, you know, creating connection where I'm not ready. And for me, that was real and that was genuine. Um, and I wished all them happiness and love and, you know, because all that's real for me. All of that, I still believe. Um, and giving people love is still very real for me. So when I recanted, it was scary for me. It was hard, most definitely. But as soon as I did so, I felt calm. I felt comfortable. I felt like I had control again. Um, and I needed that. Because whatever it is that I need to or want to go into with said people I'm not ready for yet whether that is a full-on disconnect whether that is a conversation whether that is just vibing I'm not ready because I attained the first step which is acknowledging and knowing what forgiveness means for me or knowing that it's necessary for me but I haven't yet created enough of a routine within myself, through my meditation and my writing and all that, where I can fully grasp separating myself in empathy and in connection with others who have hurt me. I haven't yet created enough of a balance for myself to go forth and forward with those things. So I am very proud of the decision I made to not connect yet or at all whatever the future is, is what the future is but i felt very good like i said about my decision um so the other area where i am in limbo is also real quick i'm genuinely taking this episode this week as a check-in I have literally recorded two other episodes before this one, wanting it to be my third episode, and it just didn't feel right. Um, and now this feels perfect to me, a check-in, because I feel like it's so easy to get caught up in wanting to make the perfect episode, make the perfect subject, whatever. And literally, this is me just, one, wanting to still reach out to my viewers and give content, but also just being very honest. Like, I don't know what the fuck is going on half the time. Like I said, having this little moment where I tried to connect with these people brought me so much anxiety afterwards that I was like, oh, this is very similar to how you were when you were in connection with these people. That's not okay. And which is my reasoning for disconnecting so quickly, even though it felt like it took me light years, but being like, okay, I tried to reach out and hold on, wait a minute, maybe not. And again, I don't want to play in these people's lives either because I know they're also working on whatever they're working on and our disconnection. Um, so popping in and out is not something that I want to do. Um, but also the circumstances were created by these people for me to be confused and to need to be able to decide when it is that I want to connect and um be respected of if I decide not to. Um, so yeah. Anywho, so this is a check-in. So after that, um, unfortunately this week as well, I was assaulted by one of my coworkers. Um, 
and I don't even, I don't really know how to, I don't know, really address this topic because it's one of the things where I'm just like, unfortunately, I don't want to say so used to, but I, I feel like I am, but I'm not used to this. I'm sorry. Hold on. Let's backtrack because used to just still does not feel right. I think for the first time, that made me realize more that I am a woman who is preyed upon and looked at as I can't even find the words or the phrase. I just, it just made me realize that I'm some, I'm something. I think that's what I, I, I realized that I am something to some people, to a large population of people. I am this thing to take, to have, to get. Not that I'm a person with my own choice in mind and brilliance and funny and tenacity and joy. I am this person. I'm this thing that you can have when you've smiled enough, when you've complimented me enough, when you've laughed at my jokes enough, you can take what you want. And I'm baffled by this revelation within myself because It's almost like I feel like, what exactly am I supposed to do that isn't necessarily violent or physical? What am I supposed to do? Sure, I can tell my boss, which I did. Sure, I can blast him on social media, which I haven't. But none of that changes that moment and what I felt and what I felt after. Because now I have to process and push out this feeling of being a thing. I know I'm a person. I know I come fully equipped with all these great things. But I can't ignore the moment and the moment thereafter where I felt invisible. Him touching my breast completely and fully with no consent, no permission, no ask made me feel like I was like 11 or 12, like in high school, middle school, where I used to just let dudes touch me and do whatever because that for me was just like, oh, they picked me. I'm desirable. Like, okay, like maybe I don't necessarily know what's happening or don't want to do this, but like, it's fine. Like, that's how I felt. I felt insecure. I felt like I took 70 steps backwards. I felt like, what? And because I didn't physically fight, like fight him, like actually fist fight and brawl his lights out, I started going on to this, well, what could I have done better to protect myself? How can I set up better boundaries? How can I make sure this doesn't happen again? How can I make sure, you know, whatever, 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 which is so fucking frustrating because what I really want to do is sit down all men everywhere bend them over and shove a broom up their ass and now i know it's like oh my god that's so brutal that's so fucked up of course it is it's very fucked up nobody should be raped nobody should be imposed on in any way shape or form 
no one should have anything happen to them without consent. Of course not. Not at all. However, to match the feeling, whether you're a quote-unquote good guy, bad guy, whatever, I, I want it to be understood and known from a experienced perspective on how it feels to be a woman and how it feels to be violated to the point that you have to question your own sanity or your own sense of self and go through that trauma and questioning until you come out on the other side to rebuild yourself so that they know in its entirety how it feels. When I think of men right now, I have zero to no words. I have an older brother who I adore. And even at this moment, I feel like I could do without your existence. Do you know how terrible that is? My own flesh and blood, who I'm extremely close to, who I love with all my being. I also would be okay if all of them were gone. Take my dad, both of them, take my closest friends, take, like I said, any family member, just leave the women, just leave the women. Because again, I don't understand how this can continue to happen over and over and over and I have to shout from the mountaintop like I have to explain to you why it's not okay I have to come at you about not justifying things because of an outfit I'm wearing I have to say things to you and justify because it's not in the bible like why do I have to justify my sense of self and choice to say yes or no to things to you simply because of whatever ideas you have about what you have rights to. I don't have rights to anyone. I don't have rights to your mind. I don't have rights to your space. I don't have rights to your communication. I damn sure don't have rights to your body. Just because? No. And then when I expressed my pistosity, um, even the ones that think they're so evolved also lack empathy, also lack understanding, also lack knowledge. Told my boss and the first thing he said was, are you okay? I said, no. And then I explained a situation that actually happened before because my, this is not the first time my coworker has inappropriately touched me. However, the first time I quote unquote let go because I had justified it in my head as like, oh, well, I pushed him first or I, or whatever, whatever. So I said, it's, it's whatever. I told him never touch me like that again the first time. He never did until this second time. Now. When I explained that to my boss, he was like, oh, so it was okay for him to do that, but not that. I was like, no, it wasn't okay for either time. I said, however, I justified it how I justified it in my head. I said, therefore, I didn't report it. I said, but this is completely and entirely unacceptable. I've never had anyone literally just come and grab a whole titty. Like, in first of all, in the middle of work, like... I don't even understand how he got that vibe from us, from me flipping him off. Literally, like, I flipped him off. I was like, fuck you, bitch. You know, jokingly. And he came to fake attack me because he hates when I do that. So he came to fake attack me. I thought he was just going to push me because that's usually what he does. And I bent over to, like, you know, shield myself 
And no, my ass was not in his direction. It was the opposite way. I bent over to shield myself. He's pushing me, pushing me down on top of me, whatever. And all I feel, I feel his hand. And first it was near my arm. But also, I, you know, I don't wear bras. So, you know, the titties be tittying. Um, but I was bending over, like I said, and all I felt was his hand in my entire boob. And at first in my head, I was almost like he was damn near in my shirt, which would have been 10 times worse. But, but either way, it didn't feel good, period. But it was almost like time had stopped for me. It was literally like everything that had happened before, everything that I was doing before, all my laughter, la da da. It just was like stop, like I was on pause. And to go back to just being happy feels so weird because I'm like, how can I just go back to being happy when this thing has happened to me? But it also felt weird to allow this person to have so much weight in my mind. And at the same time, again, how can you just move on so quickly? It's frustrating to feel like you have to spend days, weeks, hours, whatever, processing some shit that you did not ask for. Why must we constantly process, evaluate, and look at things that we did not ask for? I did not ask to be touched. I did not ask to be ogled. I did not ask to be groped. I did not ask for any of those things. And these things send me back to places when I was growing up of just some of the ignorant and disgusting and like blasphemous things I used to think or hope for or whatever simply so that I could have disgusting men like him give me attention I remember there was a time where me and my cousin I had jokes with her I don't even remember what happened we had I think we had her we're about like we were young we were probably in middle school or maybe even early I don't even know early high school but we were very very young um both experienced molestation, both experienced um, other things. I just remember being in the car, coming from church. I don't know if we heard a story on the news or whatever. I don't, I, either someone got raped or something happened where somebody was inappropriately touched. And I remember, I don't remember what she said, but I know I remember saying like, oh, that should, like, I wish that was me or like, that should have been me or something. And at this point, I'm pretty sure I never really had attention from boys or at least like they were very short-lived. Again, ignorant, dumb as fuck. So whatever. But I remember us sitting there laughing being like, ha ha, yeah, and if you had a big deal, ha. I'm like, you're fucking what, 12, 13, my nigga? You're over here wishing somebody raped your ass simply so you could have feel the touch of another man? That's insane. As a grown woman now, of course, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? But it also makes me have to stop and look at what were you not getting? Or what was happening to you so much so that you felt the need to ask for or want this attention in that way and it is extremely hurtful for me to know some of those things about myself and to know that i've said some of those things or taken part in some of those ideologies within myself because it's like how hurt does a person have to be to the point where they desire someone to just take from them and think that it's them giving and nowhere shape or form is rape giving to anyone and we can do the whole we grow from our bruises because obviously not everyone not everyone gets the chance to come out of a moment where they were taken from but those of us who do 
it is wonderful that you get to keep on living. It is a blessing. It is amazing. It is your right. But that in between for some of us is more difficult than others. The decision for some to engage in that activity with such carelessness and not that there's a way you can be careful about being rapey or creepy or a fucking douchebag because not at all. But when I say carelessness, I mean the carelessness of not even not even thinking about this other person that you are taking from. Because let's take it down a notch. Because I was not raped. I was sexually assaulted. I was groped and harassed at my place of work. So let's take that. Because, like I said, after he did what he did, I literally immediately got up, smacked him in his arm. I looked him dead in the face and I said, do not ever touch me like that again. He thought we were still playing. No, I'm not fucking playing. I'm like, do you hear me? Do not ever touch me like that again. And I made it very clear. Do you hear me? And he's staring at me. Smirking. Waiting for me to give him the, ah, it's okay. No, no. He got up, turned around, and I was like, excuse me, tapped him on his back. Excuse me. I'm like, do you fucking hear me? And he didn't turn back around. He just drank from his water bottle and said, mm-hmm, and walked, walked forward. <sighs> Again, it is so hard to know how I should address these things because a large part of me is like you are insane if you think I'm going to sit by and let you murder the person that I have spent countless years, hours, days, weeks, months building Because you are a piece of shit. And because you don't know how to hold yourself accountable, to be responsible, and not to be so insecure that you have to take from someone without permission. Because that's what it is. You are insecure as hell about who it is that you are when you decide to rape molest, assault, or attack any person, woman, thing in a sexual manner, in any manner, but especially in a sexual manner. Your inadequacies are showing. Your insecurities are showing. Your idiocracies are showing. Your disgusting deceitfulness is showing. And for you to be so callous and comfortable to smirk in my face when I am telling you I'm not fucking playing with you lets me know that you are not someone that anybody needs to be in union with. At all. And even though I feel like I sound pretty sure, it's still a toss-up. It's still a back and forth. Let me not say a toss-up because I'm not unsure about knowing that I'm going to move forward and do whatever it is that I have to do to protect myself. But it it's unsure because, again, these kinds of things rattle my heart. They rattle the kind of person I want to be with people. I don't even feel like I hate men. I just now don't feel like you exist. I'm indifferent. I could care less now. When you walk past me, oh well. You literally no longer exist. 
Your existence literally has been cleared from my mind. And the sad part is, how does that manifest in my interpersonal relationships? How does that manifest when I want to be on the lines of rooting for my people and their growth? How does this work when I want to cheer certain people and things on? Because now I don't have that. Now I don't feel like I have that at all. I don't want to cheer on black men. I don't want to cheer on men, period. I don't want to say, oh, yeah, boy, more black lawyer, more black male lawyer. No, I don't want to say any of that. I don't want to say anything. I literally want to function as if men do not exist. Like there are no penises. There's no testosterone. There aren't, there's no hypermasculinity. You guys don't exist. Because for those who exist, I want to give love. And if you don't exist, I don't have to give you love. You don't deserve it. And maybe one day I'll have some discernment and be able to. But it's really funny to me because, yes, one can fuck it up for all of you. But the thing is, it's not just the one. There's been a multitude of men who have disrespected me. And let's start at the top. My dad being one. Both bad dads, actually. And not in this way. But they have hurt me. Then we can go down to the tears of guys in high school, guys in college. Then come down to, you know, just some of the dudes I've dated out here. Now we're coming down to this motherfucker. It can be the simplest of things and again you do not exist that is where I am that I'm sure about that Mm -mm. (sighs) so currently that is my check in currently oh i just saw this person that's crazy yeah it is i was 12 years sorry hi emmanuel yeah i was i was 12 i don't even know um this is because i was introduced to sex at a very very young age and oh, let me also. <laughs> I'm so all over the place. I'm sorry. Every time I record, this thing turns off. Um, and I never see any requests or anything. So let me accept it. <clears throat> but anywho, I was exposed to sex at a very young age, molested by one of my cousins. So I always had this pick me syndrome that was very, very, very deep rooted. And at that age, like I said, I'm just choosing 12 because I generally can't remember how old I was, but I know I was very, very young. Um, and I was just thinking like, oh, you know, like, because in my head, sex is sex was love. Sex was an expression of people liking you. So even if it came in the form of rape or non-consensual sex in my brain, I was like, well, that person, that person got picked, though. I couldn't grasp the turmoil and trauma at the time of what that would actually mean for a person. So when I had said that out of my mouth, even then though, because like I said, I am an empath, I knew something was wrong, but my fear of not being chosen was much greater than my knowledge of my empathy. So now being almost 25 years old, I know that that was a disgusting thing for me to think. And I also acknowledge that it wasn't alone that I got to that I though that ideology or that ex, that what I thought made sense. So huh, so yeah. Um it's it's very interesting how I every day have to choose to navigate the world and how I 
connect with others because my go-to is to be genuine and to be open and when things like this happen and like I said this is not the first time I have been inappropriately touched without my consent it makes me not want to be open which is why I currently have this indifference towards men and in good conscience I'm assuming you're a male um and I don't even know you and I don't have any, you know, reservations or dis- or any uh, hatred towards you. Um, but I know that if, say, you were to want to be my friend or whatever, and I would not desire that at all. I would not even probably consider that. Because for me, that means trusting. That means giving love. That means me being open. And me being open with men as it stands is not a thing. Is not going to happen. Um, simply because this person and others alike have taken my openness as a pass to do everything and anything to me. And that is where my problem lies. Because again, I'm down for a lot of things. I'm down for sexual conversation. I'm down for sex. I'm down for just having a good time. But I make those decisions on when they happen and if they happen each and every time. If I engage in a sexual conversation with you, that's because I want to have the conversation. And if you converse back with me, I usually I take that as acceptance. And if I ever feel like anybody's awkward and I'm like, wait, is this okay? Like, you know, whatever. Because I like I said, I'm very open. Usually nine times a ten. I'm talking. I used to talk a lot more about sex. But these days, not uh, I feel like not as often. But who knows? My friends could probably say otherwise. Um. But yeah, so all of those are my decision. And when you take away someone's option to choose, I believe you also take away their option to trust and to be open because those are choices as well. (laughs) And though they come more natural to me than some other things, I want the ability to decide when and if they happen. And too many times do I feel like this is just like over and over. Now, I'm not going to do the whole apples and oranges things necessarily. But for women and others who have been, like I said, physically raped or assaulted in, I would like to say, more ways than I have or in more physically presenting ways than I have I can only imagine how it must feel and how difficult it must be to process out those kinds of experiences and where do you even start this happened to me two days ago and I left work I didn't go to either one of my jobs yesterday or I went to work yesterday but then I left after about a couple hours because I just couldn't focus um I work in customer service Customer service is serving people. It's giving. I love to give. I love to be joyful. My name is Joy. Every day, I have customers coming in and out, telling me how they like that I'm here and I say good morning every day and how they liked connecting with me. And it's, it's a simple nine times out of 10, maybe four, two minutes at most with customers. But they get something from just being in that small connection with me. I take that very personally and I take that very gratefully. I love that people feel better or feel good when they come in communion with me. For me to feel like someone's actions are overshadowing my natural self and ability to be in communion with others is royally fucked up. Because again, that is mine. I love to connect with others. And when you infringe upon my innate ability to do so, again, you are taking from me. I have been currently building myself to be in a position where I no longer allow people to take from me without permission, where I'm no longer taking away from myself. And I know that this was a moment where I was being challenged and being like, am, am I going to, is this going to, is this going to take everything from me? And then the answer is no. 
I am not going to sit with this bullshit longer than needed. And I also determined that. I have a meeting today with my boss. But I'm I I'm pretty sure in my own mind, I've already made the decision to leave. What what because genuinely, what is the purpose of me staying? I'll be even if he's fired, even if he leaves, he still lives with two other of my coworkers. <laughs> Excuse me. He I think knows where I live because we used to live in the same direction before he moved and he saw me get off the bus before to get go to my house. His roommate knows where I live. He knows where I work. So even if, again, I don't know him like that. And I've never actually thought a lot really hard about my safety that was probably one of my ex-girlfriends like biggest pet peeves with me is that I never really thought about my safety because in my head I can defend myself if I need to but I'm actually concerned for the first time really against men for my safety because not even when the first time I was sexually assaulted did I feel fearful because I definitely punched that nigga in his face and, but I also had support. In this situation, I had no support. And again, this is now somebody I know of. I didn't know the first guy. He's a stranger. I had no ties to him. I didn't give a fuck if I punched him in his face. I didn't care. This man, I know of him. Someone who, I'm not going to say I was supposed to be able to trust, but I felt like the option should have been there. So... Oh, let me check my just in case. Um, but yeah. So this is this is what it is right now. I yeah, I'm not sure of all the extra stuff that I could be thinking or need to process or might think later. But I just know as of right now in this moment, communion with men is not for me. Trusting men is not for me. Believing that they're going to change. Not for me. At this point, men have to hold themselves accountable. Men have to want to change. Men have to want to be better. Men have to want to come at our feet and say sorry. And honestly, even the ones that haven't, quote unquote, quote unquote, haven't done anything. Because your brothers, <laughs> they not getting it. Even the ones that think they're so evolved. I had a best guy friend the last three years. We are no longer friends. Because he cannot hold himself accountable for the bullshit that he does without thinking that it is his friend's job, especially the women to continue to hold space with him and correct his stuff and to just let him do what he needs to do. Uh, -uh. everybody has a limit. Everything has a shelf life. You don't get to just keep doing the same things over and over. No matter how much growth we have, we all make mistakes. Patterns are hard to break. Habits are hard to break. But you don't get to keep using that as an excuse to do the same things that you do over and over that hurt people, that confuse them about your relationship, that make them feel insecure. You don't get to keep doing that. So I'm okay that we're not friends. I mourn that loss already. I've mourned the loss of a lot of friends. And because I've realized that as I grow, the more I have to make tough decisions within myself, the more that I'm going to feel like I disappointed people and that it hurts, the more that I'm going to think, oh, shit, is this the right thing to do? But I'm always left with the feeling, yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. Like I said earlier, I recanted on the connections that I wanted to make, and specifically the major one with my ex. There's something about our connection that I cannot put my finger on. 
there's something about her that I am so sure and so unsure about at the same time. But because I live in those two worlds, that tells me enough that I am not ready. That anxiety that I got when wanting to talk, just speak to her, not even knowing what I was exactly going to say, it let me know I was not ready. Not because every time you do something and make a decision, you're going to be 100% ready. But I wanted to be ready enough and know enough that in that situation, I felt protected. I felt safe and secure within myself. Because I wasn't looking for anything from her. This was for me. But when I was unsure about what exactly it is that I was doing for me within that connection, I had to pull out. So I did. So I'm going to continue to make decisions because that's not me living in two worlds. That's me taking a stand in one. But if I decide to walk over to the other one, that's okay too. The point is I make the decision. So I'm currently making the decision to shift gears. I'm not going to continue to sit in spaces and be a sitting duck for bullshit to happen to me. I don't know what's going to happen when I quit. I don't know what's going to happen after this conversation today. But what I do know is I have something that I refuse to let anybody take from me. And I want to share it. So I'm going to keep sharing, but on my time. So, yeah. So this was episode three for me. And I'm still, like I said, at the end of it, very like, (laughs) not sure what's what, but I'm sure enough that I got something off my chest. I'm sure enough that... There's going to be some more episodes where I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? Um, but I'm okay with that. As long as you're, y'all y'all are okay too. I mean, even if you're not, you know, that's your business. But um, I hope y'all are okay too. I hope that whatever situations y'all are put in or going through, that when you need to make a decision that you really have that time and space to get within yourself and make that decision. I've been constantly journaling, meditating in general for maybe I want to say the last two to three weeks to just be able to bring myself down from anxiety fueled moments has been a blessing. If you would have caught me three weeks ago, I might've completely collapsed All I did yesterday was sleep, and that was, I very much deserve that. Today I'm going to go to the gym, which I very much deserve as well. Um, But yeah, sometimes I legitimately just feel like I'm falling apart. Um, But lately, I haven't because I've been allowing myself to take the time to have a moment to fall apart. And bring myself back together. So however long you need to fall apart, fall apart. However long you need to hold space to bring yourself back in, bring yourself back in. You are on your own timeline, my dear. And even though, like I said, I am indifferent right now towards the male species, this this message is for everybody and anyone who wants to receive it. Take your time. I don't know what that looks like for everyone, but take your time. And that doesn't mean that people are always going to stay in your life. That doesn't mean people are always going to leave your life. But if they do or they don't, still take your time. It's about you. You can hold space to be loving and you can hold space to be selfish. It is your job to find your balance. It is your job to ask yourself questions and process. I love asking myself questions. I love writing in my journal. And 
maybe next episode next week I will actually share a journal entry because I've been very proud of a lot of the things I've been writing lately um I also document the date and times in which I write these things um and my earliest journal entry actually goes back to May 20th I believe of 2021 but it could be 2020 who knows for a while I was journaling and stopping because I was going through so much that I couldn't keep up with writing my thoughts because I was avoiding them so much um and we can go through that journey as well uh but anywho (laughs) yeah um something I want to leave everyone with on a lighter note is I've been taking a lot of pictures of clouds I've always been so I say always for a long time I've noticed because who knows maybe I have been before but I don't remember for the longest time I want to say in the last let's say half a year almost a year I've been really interested in the sky and specifically clouds they're just so beautiful to me how they form and how they move um and they oh there's a train passing by how rude um but uh they're just so beautiful and so i literally have over 500 pictures in my phone of just the sky uh and so i want to start posting them on my instagram which is go joy which is where i will also start posting about the podcast so with every episode that i post i'm going to post a picture that i took of the sky Um, And it can mean whatever you want it to mean. I genuinely don't have a huge deep meaning behind it. Who knows? Maybe it will mean something to me later on. Um, But right now, it's just it's a moment of beauty for me. It's a moment of relaxation. And I love it. So like I'm looking out some clouds right now and they are huge and they're so pretty. And I want to take a picture, but I'm trying to stay focused on what I'm doing right now. So, um, yeah. So it's something that I'm really into. Um hoping to get a camera camera at some point because I have a camera right now but I think maybe I just don't have the right lens so maybe that's what it is maybe I need to look into lenses so if anybody has any information or knows about lenses like please let me know um but I'm interested in really taking more beautiful nature slash sky photos and hopefully you know and just sharing them because they're really wonderful yeah so Other than that, um, I hope, like I said, again, you all are doing well. I hope you are taking what you need to take from your experiences. And I hope you're taking a moment just to breathe. It really is helpful, whether you think it is, is or isn't. It really is helpful. It actually helps with neurological reset as well. So please take your moments. Please love upon yourself. Please feel whatever you need to feel whether it's in the moment or thereafter they're all valid don't beat up on yourself and again this was ignoramus with go joy i am your host joy iman and i hope to see you all on the very next one and shout out to you who has been on another episode with me i appreciate you i don't know who you are but thank you very much um Your presence is appreciated in this moment. So thank you. Um, And again, I'll see y'all in the next one. All right.